Here's a rule to live by if you want to be a property investor. Follow people that have either done what you want to do, are doing what you want to do, and most importantly, have done it or are doing it in the way you want to do it. I know that sounds a little bit difficult to follow and difficult to understand. It was very difficult to say, but what I mean by that is there are so many experts and gurus and trainers and coaches and mentors that are available for you to follow. And sometimes they'll charge you for courses and charge you for mentorships and training. And sometimes they are just sharing what they're doing for other reasons. Me, for an example, I only share all this content and advice and I only do all these interviews. Everything I do, in fact, is because I own a lettings business. And so the idea is that if you're a landlord or you become a landlord, you might remember something I've shared. You might remember that Tom Sohn owns a lettings business. Let's ask him about finding a good tenant or managing my property. At the same time, I own a property broker or a buy-to-let sourcing business, which does just that. It, it sources buy-to-let investment properties. So again, if you decide that you want to progress into property investment, then I like to think that you will think of me and you will think, hey, Tom's got a property broker. Tom's got a, a buy-to-let sourcing business. Let's find out if his team can help me. But if not, then my secondary objective, and sorry, my primary objective is to try and grow my business. Um, I hope you don't mind. But my secondary objective is just to help as many people as I can. If you're gonna get into property investing, then I want you to at least have some ideas from my perspective, or at least be able to benefit from my experience in property, and hopefully get it right. Certainly with landlords, there's so much landlord legislation and compliance and rules to follow and changes and updates and reforms, all of these things that are hitting landlords hard. And I just wanna make sure you're all ahead of it. If you're not gonna become a customer of mine, that's fine. I'd love you to become a customer of mine, whether that's a landlord or a property investor, but if not, then I just wanna make sure you're all getting it right. And that's my cards on the table. That's why I do the podcast. It's why I do my YouTube channel. It's not for my own ego. Of course, getting praise. I get loads of people giving me good feedback, whether that's positive or negative, I get good feedback. Feedback is good all the time. That's why I guess that gives me a bit of a buzz, but certainly the reason I do these things is for that. And the reason I've just given you that little rant about why I do these things is to try and help you see why other people do things. There is always, always a hidden agenda to why people share content. In fairness, it's probably in all industries, but certainly in property, there is always an agenda for people to share their content and advice and tips and information, updates, always. Now, I think people should be honest about that and say, this is why I'm doing this podcast. This is why I do this YouTube channel. This is why, again, for me personally, the reason I have one-to-one -one discovery calls is to try and help as many landlords as possible, whether they need to get out of situations, difficult situations, or whether they need advice on situations, or whether they're 
interested in growing their portfolio, getting into buy-to-let, I have one-to-one -one discovery calls. Now, during those times, I don't sell in them. I'm not really a very good salesperson. Of course, if you say to me, Tom, can your lettings business manage my property or find me a tenant, or can your broker business find me a buy-to-let property, then yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, that's why I do those discovery calls. But like I said, the secondary objective with all of those things is to make sure if you're gonna do it yourself, then you've got the right information, certainly my perspective, advice and ideas on how to get it done. So look, I hope that clarifies things from for me, for why you might want to follow me. I've got a portfolio of properties. I'm mainly almost 95% focus on buy-to-let investments. I am continuing to build my portfolio and I will continue to build my portfolio. I really enjoy building a buy-to-let portfolio. It's almost like a little safety net for me. I get some cash, I accumulate some cash and then I invest it in a house, I rent it to a family and then that's then done thereafter. Um, so that's what I do. And I believe in what I call press properties. You've probably heard me talk about press properties in more detail in my press property podcast and my YouTube video. But press property is profitable, reliable, easy, simple, safe. Profitable, reliable, easy, simple, safe. I'd love someone to make a jingle out of that. Profitable, reliable, easy, simple, safe. So that's what I believe in. That's my goal, is to build a portfolio of profitable, reliable, easy, simple, safe press properties. Once I've got a really good, secure, big portfolio of press properties, then I might start venturing into other areas. Maybe some bigger developments, maybe serviced accommodation, HMO. But right now I'm building that portfolio. So that's why you might follow me. If you are somebody who wants to build a portfolio of profitable, reliable, easy, simple, safe properties, then I might be one option for you to follow. If you're looking at getting into serviced accommodation, HMO, build to rent, developments, conversions, whilst I have an element of experience in those things, I'm probably not the main person for you to follow because I don't really go for those things. So I would have very minimal experience in those things compared to some of the bigger names in those areas. Hopefully that's getting some useful tips across. But going back to the original part of what I said, follow people that have done what you want to do, are doing what you want to do, and most importantly, are doing it in the way you want to do it. There are so many people out there on Instagram and Facebook and all of those places, perhaps are just letting agents or just estate agents. And because they've done some business for property investors, they believe they know how property investing works. Sometimes they might, sometimes they won't. I would always challenge anybody who gives advice on being a property investor if they're not a property investor themselves. And I don't just mean having one property, because having one property is totally different to having 10 properties. And having 10 properties is totally different to having 100 properties. 
it's a completely different infrastructure, a completely different mindset, way of thinking, completely different stresses, hassles, challenges, problems, obstacles, totally different. And it's also a completely different operation. But having said that, if there is somebody who's got one property and your ambition in life is to have one property, that might be someone to follow. You might want to start thinking about more than just the technical steps to being a property investor. You buy a property, you get a mortgage, you refurbish it, you let it out, you manage it, whatever. That's the technical bits. But there's also the mindset. Because if you're somebody who's thinking about building a portfolio of 10 properties over the next five years, for an example, then there are certain things that you will be scared of and nervous about and worried about right now before you've even got started. And then once you get your first property under the belt, those concerns and fears and worries will change because now you're gonna buy your second property. You're gonna have two properties and you have slightly different worries and fears and concerns. You think different things are gonna go wrong because now you've got a tiny bit of security from your first property. And when you reach property number 10, your mindset will need to be different because you will have different concerns, different fears and worries and stresses and challenges. So your mindset needs to continually evolve. And that's why I believe that you should follow somebody who is doing what you want to do and is doing it in the way you want to do it. If your ambition is to build a portfolio of 50 properties, let's just say, and there is somebody who is also looking to build a portfolio of 50 properties or there or thereabouts, and they're at, they've got 20 properties in their portfolio now, but they're still working towards achieving 50. They might be a really good person to follow because what they will be is halfway through their journey, but they are ahead of the journey you want to take. Meaning it's all fresh for them. So when you're buying your first 10, it will be fresh in that person's mind who is on property number 25. And it would also be here and now. They will be following current compliance. They will be using current mortgage rates. They will be in the current property market. So by that, I mean, if you want to build a portfolio of 50 properties, you might not automatically just go for someone who's already got 50 properties or more. You might want to go for someone who has 20 properties, 25 properties, 30 properties, but is working towards 50 properties. For me personally, my objective is to reach 250 properties in my portfolio. To be more specific, 250 press properties. Now, that's my goal, and I'm working towards that right now. And I won't stop until I achieve that. And during that time, there's gonna be changes in mortgage rates. There's gonna be changes in economy. There's gonna be changes in the property market, prices, rent prices, purchase prices, tax. All of these things, there's gonna be complete changes to all of those things along that time. But that's my goal. And the good thing about having a goal like that is that it will continually evolve, meaning I might start, when I first bought a property, that's where my income from property started growing very slowly. Then you add your second, it doubles. Then your third and fourth and fifth and fifth, sixth, your 
income from property just grows quicker and quicker and quicker. The more properties you get, the quicker your income grows. The faster you can buy your next property. And then you add another property in the shorter the amount of time until the next property. That's called compounding. Back to that original point. Find people that have done what you want to do or are doing what you want to do and they're doing it in the way you want to do it or they did it in the way you want to do it. So look, I couldn't tell you who those people are because everybody's different because there is a little additional part to that as well. I believe anyway, if you're gonna start consuming other people's content, meaning watching other people's videos, listening to other people's podcasts, then I feel like you also have to believe in that person especially if they are doing what you want to do. You have to believe in that person, then believe that person is going to achieve that thing. We're human beings. We are motivated very easily in the same way that we are demotivated very easily. That's just human nature. And anyone says, who says otherwise is full of shit. We are motivated super easily. We might listen to a podcast or read a book or even see a quote, and that will make us go, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going for it. And that's human nature. That's the way our brains work. In the same way that we're demotivated super easily. We might do the same thing. We might see somebody else's success and we might get a bit of a knock from that. Or we might have a failure. Something might go horribly wrong. And that might force us into a bit of a, oh, for fuck's sake, why am I not achieving these things? Why am I not doing better? we're humans that's the way we work and we criticize ourselves we feel a little bit deflated from time to time it's physically impossible to not be deflated from time to time i welcome an argument from anybody who says otherwise anybody who says that they are never negative never deflated never a bit sad or angry or upset I challenge that person who says those things and I call out bullshit because everybody has that from time to time. Why was I saying that? Well, I genuinely believe that everybody's different and I genuinely believe that everybody appeals to different people in different ways. So you might be listening to me and you might think, oh God, this guy shouts a lot. This guy talks really fast. This guy says the same thing a couple of times. This guy talks a lot. This guy rants a lot. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I can't help that. It's the way I am. It's the way I talk. It's the way I'm so passionate about this stuff and I tend to get on a roll and tend to not stop. Now, some people might quite enjoy that. Some people might relate to it. Some people might feel a connection with what I'm trying to do and what I'm doing and what I've done. And they, that might appeal to some people. But to other people, they might not like the shouty Tom. They might not like the rant and rant and rant. And they might not like the way I do things. I can't argue with that, I can't change that. But you, as the person who's gonna follow somebody else, has to believe in that person being able to achieve their goals, but also has to get on with that person without actually knowing them. I think you'll get what I mean by that. I mean, I listen to various people, and I listen to a lot of audio books, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, and watch a lot of videos, and there are some people that I listen to that I just can't listen to. I just don't enjoy listening to. In the same way that there are some people that I really do enjoy listening to. By the way, I'm just making this entire thing up myself. I just had a thought of who can people follow? That was what I was originally gonna do is start suggesting people that you might want to follow. But then I realized actually 
that's not very good because if I suggest someone for you to follow and you don't get on with them, then that might not be a good person for you to follow or a good suggestion. But you get my point. There is definitely people to follow and people to aim for and hopefully you get on with those people. You've got to be able to get on with those people without actually knowing them. Just to repeat the original point, follow people that have done what you've done, that do what you do, that are doing what you're doing and that are doing it in the way you want to do it. And I hope that helps. And by the way, if you would like me to suggest all the people that I follow, all the audio books I listen to, I'm not really very good at reading books. I've never really been that type of person that can sit and read. So I go for audio books. If you want me to suggest those to you, let me know. Just email me direct. It's tom at sewngroup.co.uk. And please note that that email address is slightly different to some of the older podcasts and videos that I've done. It's tom at sewngroup.co.uk. Or, of course, like I said at the beginning, if you want to talk to me and my team about finding your next tenant, managing your property, or both, or you want to find your next buy-to-let property investment, and these are off-market, below-market value, open-market, high-yielding property investments, then let me know, and you can email me direct. So hopefully speak to some of you soon. Otherwise, good luck to everyone. See you later.